More than once in my life, I've been at the airport picking up one of my grown children. After not seeing them in a while, I'll catch sight of them before they see me. Still far away, maybe in baggage claim, maybe chatting with someone next to them. It's if I'm seeing them for the first time. Before our eyes meet, before I hug them and our lives reconnect, it's as though I'm catching a glimpse in a new way of who they really are and who they are becoming. When that happens to us, those moments of insight, it's such a gift, isn't it? To see the ones we love, not just as who we think they are or remember them to be or want or need them to be, but as who they actually are, and this is important, who they are becoming. Sometimes closeness gets in the way of our seeing the emerging truth about people we know and love. Now, growing up in Nazareth, the townspeople thought they knew everything there was to know about Jesus. They saw him playing with his friends in the streets and the marketplace as a kid, growing up, helping his family, and bit by bit learning the carpentry trade. Just another kid in a hillside town, nobody special. Until the adult Jesus leaves home and word begins to spread about his travels. The folks in Nazareth must have been hearing about this, the fact that he turned water into wine at a wedding, cast, cast out demons, healed, fed, miracle after miracle, and they must have wondered, Jesus? Our Jesus? Because they knew him when. They simply couldn't wrap their heads around who he was becoming. Arriving in Nazareth, Jesus does what he always does. He heads to the synagogue to preach and teach. And the people of Nazareth do not throw him a party. They don't organize a welcome home celebration, no festivities. Instead, they whisper in disbelief. Where did this man get all this? What is this wisdom that's been given to him? What deeds of power has he done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? Questions heavy with disbelief. How could anyone whose sisters live right here in town amount to anything, they're asking? How could a carpenter, a man who works with his hands, a person low down on the, the social ladder, also be a learned rabbi, a healer, a hero? Jesus, as rabbi, pushes against the whole social order, the status quo, and when members of the crowd refer to him as son of Mary, they may be taking a dig as well at his mother's unmarried status when he was born. 
How could this local man also be the son of God, they wonder? How could this be? They have plenty of practical reasons for believing Jesus couldn't be anyone special. And sometimes, if you are too close to someone, you can't see them clearly. You cannot appreciate them, much less be open and surprised and grateful for who they actually are and who, again, they are becoming. Because we are always becoming. Responding to the rejection in Nazareth, Jesus says these famous words, Prophets are not without honor, except in their hometown and among their own kin and in their own house. So if we ignore the double negative, he's saying, I'm respected everywhere I go except for here. And I wonder if you've ever felt this in your life, no matter what you've done in your life, where you've gone, what you've learned, who you are becoming. How, don't it, doesn't it sometimes seem that the people back home want you or expect you to stay the, exactly the way you used to be? I think a good example of that, and you may be experiencing it this afternoon if you're going to a family cookout, is when adult siblings get together. Have you noticed how no matter who you are now, who you've become, if you were a rascally little brother in childhood, you're still treated like the rascally little brother today. If you were a bossy big sister in childhood, you're always seen as the bossy big sister. I am. <laughs> now, if Jesus had left home and come back a rich and highly successful head of a carpentry conglomerate, the townspeople in, in Nazareth, they might have welcomed him with open arms. But he comes back humbly but forcefully teaching about a radical new way of being in the world. A way that means bending or breaking the rules about status and caring for the weak and the poor instead. And the people of Nazareth resist. They close their hearts and they close their minds. This, this resisting, it happens. We, like the people in Nazareth, sometimes we resist seeing Jesus for who he really is when we fail to see Christ in one another and the world around us. And when we fail to see others as they truly are and are becoming when we fail to see what is right before our eyes. Bogged down instead in the day-to-day -day details of our lives, our commitments, our worries, and most of all, our expectations. We forget to notice God stirring up our lives and other lives in new ways. We forget to see God emerging in one another, that ongoing miracle, that becoming. In Mark's gospel, Jesus experiences rejection, and almost immediately he starts preparing his disciples for the same. 
because he knows that as they go out and travel the land sharing this idea they're going to meet rejection too he sends them out two by two to heal and teach and he says and this is a paraphrase from Eugene Peterson's the message if you are not welcomed not listened to quietly withdraw don't make a scene shrug your shoulders and be on your way since they've just seen their friend rejected by his own neighbors and friends they probably have a pretty good idea of what's going to happen when they hit the road and try to encourage others to change their lives and believe they know that some will close their minds and hearts instead and some will forcibly reject them now think about us in our lives Jesus calls us to grow and develop into the people that we're made to be and then to go out into the world loving others and showing them another way to live not everyone you know or everyone you meet will understand this new and emerging you remember shake the dust off your feet keep moving I love the wording again from Peterson's the message then they were on the road they preached with joyful urgency I love that that life can be radically different right and left they sent the demons packing <laughs> they brought wellness to the sick anointing their bodies healing their spirits on their travels from town to town the things they must have seen and this is us as we move through the world as well sharing the news of new life a world full of heartbreak and beauty and full of people always becoming Amen.